Welcome to the Loft Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message and that it ignites in you a hunger for more of God's presence in your life. Okay, so Steve is bringing the word today and uh, he has heard a message for us. So uh, I'm just going to extend prayers and hands over you and pray. Okay, that, that's my theme song for today because of the fact I witnessed last Sunday at church somebody testified to that song and it moved the whole congregation. And so you might sit here today and say, well, God doesn't work that way. God doesn't use music like that. God doesn't do these kind of things. Says who? <laughs> you know, I, my favorite saying from a Christians nowadays are, God doesn't work that way anymore. Says who? What box did you put him in? I got a box cutter. I'll take care of that real quick. Because you know why? God can move any dang way he wants to. That's the truth of God. Because the title of my sermon is, Can You Handle the Truth, Christian? Can you handle the truth? You know, back in 1992, I know that ages me with you young folks. Tom Cruise was in a movie with Jack Nicholson called A Few Good Men. They're in a courtroom, and he's saying, I want, Cruise says to Nicholson, I want the truth. And Nicholson squints his eyes, uses this deep voice, and says, you can't handle the truth. That's what the enemy is whispering to you. Well, not whispering, yelling at you every day of your life because you can't handle it. Why? Well, because the truth will set you free according to the scriptures. Amen? I got a scripture for you. I know our, our, everybody loves scriptures. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 through 8. Give you a second there. Everybody's turning their pages. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this is about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fall, fail to meet the test, I hope you find out that we have not failed the test, but we pray to God that you may not be wrong. Not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right through we may seem to have failed, for we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. Now, what does this scripture mean? Paul was talking at the time to Corinthians. And what he was saying to them, they, they wanted him to water down the gospel. Well, guess what? We're not watering down the gospel tonight, today. In fact, Faithy, you're going you're gonna to enjoy the second part of this sermon, I guarantee. Okay? Just, just giving her a heads up. Anyway, um, so, but who says we're supposed to water it down and make it nicey-nicey for people? I don't know about you, but, you know, the gospel speaks the truth to our lives. And if it speaks the truth, how many believe it speaks the truth this morning? If it speaks the truth, then why are we not living by the, as if it is true? Because God, when God speaks, when, when Jesus spoke, he is the word of God. It says he is the truth. In fact, scripture says... In John 14, 
6 through 7, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have known me, you would have known my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. How many believe that? Why aren't you living your life that way? Why is it because of the life you're living, Christ has to climb back up on that cross every time, again and again? Wasn't once enough? Wasn't it one, wasn't one time on the cross and dying for our sins? Wasn't, is that enough? Then why don't we live like that's enough? Amen? So God's truth is who, what is your identity today? Your identity, you're a child of the living God. Jack Shoemate, God would say to you today that never ever has he ever been disappointed and never ever will he be ever disappointed in your life. You have served him with, with dignity and, and gracefully. So don't ever li listen to that lie ever again in your life. I just want to say that because God's going to give me some things to say that he's been speaking to me all week. Um, but I just wanted to let Jack know that. Humanity, so we want to talk about our identity. Humanity, I, I read this today, or well, actually yesterday. Humanity has gripped by crisis of identity. As various peoples and groups struggle to define themselves, their place in the world, how they should act, without a vision or shared identity or common purpose, they fall into competing ideologies and power struggles. They, there's an identity crisis in the world today. It goes on to say that the article said the identity crisis defined as a period of uncertainty or confusion in a person's life. The crisis occurs when a person's sense of identity becomes insecure and unstable. Should that define a Christian? Should that define you? And if it shouldn't define you, why is it? I'm challenging you today because um, there's a thing on Amazon. It, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's called a true mirror. Now, the true mirror... If you, if you recognize a true mirror, day after, this is what it says about a true mirror. Day after day for a lifetime, you've been seeing an altered version of yourself when you look in the mirror. Because you see a reflection. You don't see your true self. The only thing you cannot see as a person is your true face in the mirror. Why? Well, because it's a reflection. It's, it's opposite. When it ref I'm sorry, where? It's flipped. It's flipped. Yes. The only person on earth whose true face you never see in real time is your own. And so what God and the scripture tells us, if we want to see the truth and see who we really are, we need to see the spiritual true mirror. No longer see ourselves as a reflection of something, but that we are the true child of God. Amen. Everybody agree with that tonight? Amen. So scripture says they have knowledge, I'm sorry, Psalm 82, 5 and 6, they have knowledge nor understanding, they walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. 
I said, you are God's sons of the Most High, all of you. So when the true word of God, Scripture, talks about your true sons of God's, then just maybe it's true. Maybe it's the truth. Genesis is Genesis 3, 23 through 29. Now before faith come, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then the law was our guardian in Christ until Christ came, in order that we might be justified by faith. But now, that's Galatians 3.23, I'm sorry. But now the faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. How many have faith today? Not many hands are going up. Both hands. Webster's definition of being a child of God, a person who is established in love of God by divine promise. A divine promise. That's what the truth of God is. And I just read it. We are, I, I got here, I'm, so, I'm just looking at notes. I'm sorry, I'm slowing down. We are his child and he is our father. And it doesn't matter how you were raised by your earthly father. Being a child of God is different. First John says, beloved, we are God's children. And what we will be has not yet appeared. For we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. Because we shall see him. As he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Second Corinthians six seventeen says, Therefore go out in their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, then I will welcome you, and I will be father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And those are promises from the Word of God, not and, and they're made to make you feel like you're a child and have identity and know who you are in God. Amen. That's one truth. The second truth is that you matter to God. And this is faithy. This is where you're going to like this. Isaiah 49, 16. Behold, I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. This is the truth I, dis uh, I discovered that I matter to God just in the last few weeks through heart change and heart connections. Amen? And so what does engraved you? It's a primitive root properly to hack. Laws being cut into stone tablets in primitive times. Prescribed, appoint, decree, governor, grave, lawgiver, that's a bunch of the Greek and Hebrews. But the best thing I like about the words, it talks about that it's a form of, what would you call that, Faithy? Say, no, 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 no. Say it loudly. No. Say it loudly. What is it a form of? I said it's a tattoo. Thank you. It's a tattoo. So, so let, let me ask you a question. So people would say, well, God doesn't work that way. God doesn't use tattoos yet. My name is engraved in the palms of his hands. 
Why, why, why would he do that? Well, first reason is he always wants to keep us in front of him at all times. And why? To be cared for. Amen? So when my life is going on and he's there, he's looking at his hands as he takes care of me. Amen? And it says engraved like in stone or tattooed in his hand. So for those of you who say, well, God doesn't work, doesn't want you to have tattoos or anything like that, yet, according to Scripture, he's tattooed our names on his hand. It's a form of tattoos. The second reason why he's done that, let me turn the page. I thought you'd like that. Is so he can work for us. He has us in front of us, in front of him, so he can work for us. You know, people can say they, they love you and care about you, but God says, you know, not only do I do that, but I, I work for you. I do things for you. And, and that's the true word of God. So, and, and for those people who say, well, it's not in Scripture about tattoos, Isaiah 44, 5, there is one way, there, this one way will say, I am the Lord's. Another will call on the name of Jacob, and another will write on his hand, the Lord and the name himself by name of Israel. So, just backing up a few things here. So, so God's truth and his words are true. Because he says, I dwell in you. Our young people, I want, I want to speak to you for a second about the fact. Stop trying to be like us. We're old. I, I, I want to I see what God wants to do with your generation. Stop copying the old generation. We've made enough mistakes already. God wants to speak through you in different ways, whether it's tattoos or whatever else God lays upon your heart. And, and don't listen to those words that God doesn't work that way because I'll tell you something. God can work any which way he wants to. Stop putting God in a box. Stop, stop looking at the older generation, my generation. And, well, that's only, and have people say that's the only way God works. He doesn't. He can work any which way. Sure. And don't allow the older generation to put you in a box. Thank you. That's a good Good thing. God's truth is his words are true. 1 Corinthians 3.16, do you know what you are, I'm sorry, do you know not know that you are God's temple and God's spirit dwells in you? And so if you're God's temple and God's spirit dwells in you and he wants to do something in you, who's to say that he can't? You know, it's just like, we, we played Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh, my gosh. We got the religious spirit out of here. But how many times have I heard people say, oh, that kind of music, you can't play it in church. You can't, you can't do those things there. Says who? I've had people tell me, you can't get excited about Scripture or about the word of God anymore. Why? Well, because God doesn't move that way. People don't like you preaching and getting all upset and angry or 
emotional when you preach. Or maybe you raised your voice to a room. Oh my God, that's just too hard on my ears. God doesn't work that way. Says who? I remember preaching on the street corner and we were bringing the love of Christ to people. And, and I've heard so many times in today's, now in today's society, you can't do that anymore. You can't go on a street corner and preach. And, I, and my question is, why not? If God said to go on a street corner and preach, who are, who are we to say that's not the right way to do it or God's not moving that way or this or that? Amen? I think it's time as Christians we start allowing ourselves to be open to what God really wants to do and not the box that we put him in and, and, tell, him, and tell him what we want him to do. Amen. It's, 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 it's time to, to, to cut that one off at the, at the knees. Why? Well, because, because we're all individuals. God will, will take us, you know, Willie, I wanted to tell you, true word of God for you is it's time. And it's not for me to tell you what it's time for, but it's time. You've been wanting God to speak to you, wanting God to give you the okay, and I'm going to tell you it's time. He's, he, you're ready. It's no longer a time just to be sitting and waiting. Your wait is over. So, and people, you know, you might say, in this service, we don't, we don't do that. We don't call out people. Why not? If God speaks to me about you, Adam, you know what? You're not lost. You, 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 you've been found many, many times ago, and you, you may stray, but you're not lost. God knows exactly where you are. Amen. And this young man, I've, I've heard so good things about you, but um, I heard about the train. My hat's off to you, man. Anybody who battles a train, is, is, he's got my vote, I'll tell you. But you know what? The reason you're sitting here today is because God is working in your life and God protected you. And, and, and that, that's the only reason you're sitting here with us today. And I, I forget your name. Ike, Isaac. It's so, I'm just so pleased to be a part of an audience that can witness what God has done with you. And so, but just wanted, I, I just want to share those things. Um, we got a few more things just real quick. And, and that is, let me make sure I got my notes Oh, okay. So, um, how many remember back when Princess Diana passed away in France? Car accident? And so, in that car accident, they took her to the hospital, and she had a torn artery that they had to repair, and her heart stopped beating. And so, because they had her opened up, they actually did a a cardiac massage on her heart. They just reached in and started massage, making the heart beat so the blood would flow. They lost her two hours later, but they did that for about two and a half hours of just squeezing her heart, making it pump and flow. And so when God dwells in you, and where does he dwell? But he dwells in your heart. 
Don't you think that that's what he's doing spiritually all the time with you? We, 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 we live our lives in, in total freakness, is what I would call it. <laughs> when things go wrong, our heart just has this cow and wants to malfunction. I know about malfunctioning hearts because my heart malfunctions. Physically, my heart, when it condenses to pump blood, it only condenses 20% instead of 60%. So I'm on all these medications that are for me to, to um, strengthen my heart so I can pump better. And trust me, it's no fun. But that's, I feel that's what God's doing to me spiritually because I just went through heart change. And through heart change, God has worked a lot of good things in my heart that I'm um, more confident and, and kind of tell you where I'm at. Uh, most of you know that Luann is dealing with cancer just like Lolita. I have a sister-in-law and my wife dealing with cancer. Amen? Now, Anybody know my history? I lost a wife to cancer about 13 years ago. And so you might say, well, how are you doing now being that you're going through it a second time? And it's like, you know, this time around, I'm okay. And, and the reason why is because I, I, I got God massaging my heart all the time um, and saying, you know what? We got this. You know, I tell Luann all the time, hey, we got this. Are you worried? Nope. I mean, what, what does it do to worry? I mean, can I, 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 I'm looking back at my brother and sister-in-law. What does it do to, does it help to, for you guys to worry? Eh, it don't help me to worry. I mean, I can sit here and worry all I want, but, but and that's new for me. Why? Well, because when I lost my first wife to cancer, I was mad, angry, I cussed a lot. I did a bunch of different things, and my wife just made a frowning face, like, you never smiled. Huh? I never smiled. When I first hit this church, I had just gotten over losing my wife, and, and Jack, Jack would, I've told the story, Jack would sit up there and preach, you know, and he would say, God is good all the time. And underneath my breath, I'm saying, no, that's BS. That's the best I can do. I can't say it's what I was really saying. <laughs> Yeah, let's, 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 not, let's not get all the way there. But anyway, but no, I, I would sit there front row. You know, with the front of my face looking at him. And he's all joyful. And I'm saying, you're such a hypocrite. There's no way he is, you know. And so, but you know what? After a while, God got a hold of my life. And um, I, at heart change, I, or at heart I believe it was Heart Connections, I learned something. My, my theme scripture was uh, Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walked through the valley of death, that was my scripture. That's what I felt. I felt death all around me. I had lost my mom, my dad, and I had lost a wife. And it just, that's what it felt like. Um, but after going through heart chains and hearts together, I started learning the truth and I don't walk in the shadow anymore. I walk in the light. John 8, 12 says again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will walk in the light of life. And so that's, 
how I changed my theme, my theme scripture is I no longer walk in the darkness anymore or in the shadows. I feel I walk in the light. And that's the truth. That's the truth that the, God, that the enemy does not want you to hear. And the reason why is because if you walk in the light, you walk in freedom. You, I mean, you can sit here and all hell can be coming against your household, you, your family, or whatever. But you can sit there and say, I'm okay. I got this. Why? Because I got God inside of me. And if God's walking with me, who can be against me? I believe that's another scripture someplace. Amen. And so to conclude this, so it's, I, I wrote down, I am seeing the light of life now. Won't you join me today in living in the truth? Who wants to join me today in living in the truth? Amen. If I can get through losing a wife to cancer, and, and I don't mean it was just a, we got cancer, boom, she died. I mean it was five and a half years of seeing her slowly, her body physically just diminish and start going to town as far as not being able to function. That's five and a half years of that struggle. And... Um, and we're, I'm not seeing that with Lolita. I'm not seeing that with Luann. Why? Well, because that's not the truth. I, I'm living the truth that, you know, God's going to heal Luann and God's going to heal Lolita. And, and people say, well, how can you know that's the truth when the first time it didn't happen? Uh, my faith in God. I'm just walking in the light. That's all I can do. Amen. And so join me. From this moment on, living in the light, not living in the darkness. Amen. Huh? Oh, I'm supposed to tell you you're dismissed. Huh? Okay. If you need prayer, we're we'll, <laughs> we're playing that music. If you need prayer, I would love to pray for you. Come on up. But I, I, it, that, that music was so funny because uh, Ariana and Nathan Head testified last Sunday to that. And, and people were just like moved. And it's like, if God can use them to testify... He can use any of us and in, in any situation. Amen. So if you need prayer, I will be up here to pray for you. Otherwise, you're dismissed. If you were inspired by today's message, be sure to hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. For more information about the law, or for gathering times and locations, you can check out our website at www.theloftnw.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us again next time.